Good morning, Hope Community Church. How's everyone doing? So I am uh, incredibly excited for today's sermon. I feel like I say that every time. I'm really excited, but I mean, it's, it's the truth, right? Uh, anytime I have the opportunity to bring, bring God's word, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's so incredibly beautiful. And don't take it for granted. And uh, this, this message, is, it's a little different than any message I've ever given before, though. Right? This, one, uh, this one has a quantifiable call to action. Right? A specific call for application, which is, which is different than, than any sermon that I've ever given in particular before. But, I mean, that really is a great thing, right? Jesus challenged everyone. And he's our example. Right? He's our leader. He's our role model. So when I first came to Jesus, right, I was 23, and I fell away for a solid you know, six or seven years. And really this challenge, among other positives, right with the challenge too, it's really to protect us as a church from that. So it's a truth that I feel obligated to tell, that I have to tell. And we'll expound on that later. So uh, here we go, right? I'm not sure if some of you remember the, uh, the town hall when Josh first came back from his sabbatical. I know a lot of the faces. Uh, and Josh has always let us know, know time and time again, right, that we're a grace and we're a truth church. So if you want to open your Bibles to, uh, to Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30, and uh, it's also on the front of your bulletins, right? For those of you that, that have your bulletins there. Um, so when we're going to see just the same from Jesus, right, as our church, fully grace, fully truth. Much grace, much truth. So Matthew 11, verse 28, Jesus tells us, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Beautiful. The word of the Lord. So right from the beginning, right, in verse 28, come to me. Come to me. This is an invitation for everyone, for all. Righteous and sinners, good or bad, no matter what you've done in the past, how you feel about yourself, how awesome you think you are, right? Regardless, you know, whatever side that we're on, that one is on, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And is that not all of us regardless, right? Is that not the human condition? The King James translation you know, states, all ye, that old, old English, right? All ye that labor and are heavy laden. So do we not all labor? Right? Whether it's work that becomes toil, at times, right? Work is a blessing. It's great. Brings us, you know, what we need in life. 
But there's points where, where it's toil, right? It can, be, it can be tough. Family obligations, car problems, unexpected emergencies, death in the family, death of a friend. And then many of us are, are heavy laden or, or burdened, right? Things that are, that are just natural to whether that's mental health issues, right? Addictions, physical ailments, and the like. And I would ask everyone to raise their hands if they've experienced the labors and weariness or heavy burdens of life. But I know that we'd all raise our hands. There we go. Started doing it. I know that we'd all raise our hands because we all go through that, right? That's life. It's called life. And I'm going through both right now and, and always will be. And I've shared both in detail with you in the past. And that's why Jesus provides us with his yoke. And we have a choice, right? Do we walk this alone? Do we hide our problems? Do we live in darkness? Or do we bring our burdens into the light? In doing this, we naturally begin to heal. You know, we all suffer. And we all have pain. And sometimes it's taken away just like that. But that's not common at all. Right? Typically we're given help from others, from community. And that which we're going to really lift up today, right? The word of the day, community. To thrive. To find that rest that Jesus speaks of. At rest, right? So let's move into verse 29. Take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. There it is, that rest again. Take Jesus' yoke upon you. And do we all know what a yoke is, by the way? All right, good. Thank you for your participation. So a yoke, it's a, it's a wooden cross piece, right, that's fastened over, over two animals. And typically, uh, so fastened over two animals, and then it allows them to, uh, to bring a plow or a cart along, right? Usually it's oxen that are, that are yoked. But uh, so it's a metaphor that was really common back in the time of Jesus, right? And still completely applies today, right? All we need to do is explain what it is. <laughs> Crossbar right there, wooden, connects two animals. So, um, and so Jesus is, uh, is telling his disciples to become yoked with him, right? Now that's a yoke for us with the Holy Spirit. And we learn from him. And it's such a, such a great metaphor. We fall deeper and deeper into relationship with Jesus. And, and how, how strong you want that yoke to be with the Holy Spirit, that's up to you. Right? That's, that's your call. And the yoke is beautiful as well, right? Because, you know, if, if, so, so we're yoked here with the Holy Spirit. If we start running too far ahead, right, we go to the let off course, Right? If we're lagging too far behind, right, it's going to take us off course. 
If we're sitting still, you know, the Holy Spirit will help us, right, and push us along. Jesus will walk with us. And it does take some effort, you know, on our, on our end as well, right? We do need to grow in, into this yoke, right? How strong do we want our yoke to be? So reading the Bible, right, prayer, and community. Community, again, that word of the day, community. And it's right here in the middle of our church's name as well. I don't know if anybody ever noticed, right? Hope Community Church. Our name is, let's see some hoodies, some hoodies around, some shirts. Hope community, more hoodies than church. It is the winter, right? So, uh, how strong do you want that, that yoke to be, right? That's up to you. So, when I first started reading the Bible personally, uh, before I was a believer, I started in the Gospel of Matthew. And uh, so, my first favorite verse was, was Matthew 7 7. Ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. And uh, at the time, you know, I really only looked at that materially. Um, I had a lot of spiritual growth, right, to, to go through. But, uh, you know, I believe that with every fabric of my soul, with my being, that if we seek, you know, we will find. So any non-believers out there, right, ask and seek and knock And I really, truly believe that you will find. And Jesus tells us, right, in Revelation 3.20, that he's standing at the door and knocking. That he's knocking for you. Right, so search him out. Or sometimes just pay attention even just to the situation, maybe. For me, right, it was a lot of seeking to find, but many times it's just what happens to you. He's there knocking. He'll be open to our situation. Right back to our yoke that we learned about. So uh, finishing verse 29 into 30. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So yoked with Jesus, the Spirit, learn from Him, and He's gentle and humble in heart. And so that, that word gentle, right, to us that sounds, you know, kind of you would just gloss over it, but that's, that's a pretty complex word. The, the Greek for it is, is pros, right? And so we'll just stick to one short phrase for it, one, one piece to it. It's uh, strength under control. Right, strength under control. So Jesus will take your passions, right, your strengths, refine them, discipline them, and put them to use in the best way possible. So what a gift the yoke is there. And then humility, of course. Right? Humility is that which I believe is God's favorite characteristic of all. And really manifests itself through human eyes as well. So, so the opposite, a proud person, right? That, that's not a trait that's really very admirable, right? Caring only about oneself, boastful, a big ego. That's, you, right, you know. But humble and selfless, caring about others first. When we act that way, 
right? It's received so well, and it's admirable when we see that trait in other people. It's beautiful. And when we act that way, there's that rest again, right? Rest for our souls. We, you reap what you sow, right? When, when you are friendly and wonderful and show beauty to others, you will receive that in return. And think of everything going on right now, right? Politics, the pandemic, all the drama associated thereof, let alone our own problems. Like, don't we want rest? So rest in God, right? Yoked with the Spirit. And ultimately, we have heaven as well, right? The ultimate prize, the never-ending hope. And thank you, Jesus, for that evidence through the resurrection to live as Jesus and to die is gain. And no more pain, no more tears, heaven. But in the meantime, right, we have our yoke walk with Jesus. So, um, <clears throat> more rest. Right, meantime, our yoke walk with Jesus. And to talk more about the rest. So freedom, right? Freedom from the empty pursuit of fame, right? The empty glory of popularity, the empty glory of Facebook likes and Instagram hearts. You know, free yourself from the chase of money. Never enough. Always want more. Free yourself from the pursuit of power, of status. There's always further to go in a career. Always more. You know, Proverbs 23, 4, and this is so encounter, this is so counterintuitive to our culture, but it tells us to have the self-control to not overwork. Right? And there is so much wisdom in that. And it's a never-ending staircase. Right? Who here has ever played Mario 64? The Nintendo 64. Yeah, there we go. Two hands back there. Let's go. All right, so uh, anyway, you know, so before you uh, get to Bowser in that game, he's like the main boss, right, in, in Mario 64. He's like always the main boss. He's this big green monster, has like a shell back, you know, he's pretty big. Just, yeah, it's, it, I was a big Mario fan growing up. So, uh, <clears throat> but, so to get to the last level, if you don't have enough keys, and you see so it, you have to like beat levels to get these keys, and those that have played, don't want to talk about, we need keys. And in order to get up to the final staircase, to fight Bowser, right, the, the final boss, if, if you don't have enough keys, you can't get up there, right? It's a never-ending staircase, right? You run, and you run, and you run, you run for 10 minutes, and then, and then you go back, and it's like 10 steps, and that's all you've gone. And that's like life, you know, with, without Jesus. Never-ending staircase, Right? Running for God. So money, cars, houses, clothes, appearance. What the Bible calls the lust of the eyes. When in actuality, you know, God's right here. Spirit's right here among us, with us. Knocking for you. And all you need to do is open the door. You know, not the never-ending staircase of want. And, you know, I personally, I feel blessed to have been on both sides, right? Wasn't raised Christian. And we all have our own gifts, our own story to tell, our own testimony that's incredibly beautiful 
And this, you know, just happens to be mine that, that God gave, right? You know, everything is of God, from God. And so a life without Jesus and a life with Jesus. And, you know, my God, I couldn't imagine going back, right? The gift that's been bequeathed, that yoke of the Holy Spirit. And every fruit that we've talked about that comes along with it. And so those that don't yet believe, it is your choice, and it's a free gift. Jesus paid the price. And for Christians, for those that already do believe, right, the luxury of living in Jesus. You know, we do need to grow. Right, we, can't just, we can't just sit around. And the, the, the Spirit really compels us to grow as well. You know, and it becomes exhilarating as we grow in community. Right? So one step at a time. One step at a time. And I mentioned the challenge in the beginning. Let's, let's keep it just to one today, right? One, one challenge. So we've received the grace that Jesus has lavished upon us. You know, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so while this yoke is easy and light, it's not cheap. Right? It's easy, it's light, but it's not cheap. And the grace was paid for you know, with the life of Jesus. So let's step into that truth. It was mentioned, right, a grace and truth church. We've covered the beauty of that grace. Let's jettison into the truth. So we are called, right, I am called to live out the great commission. Go and make disciples of all nations. Matthew 28, 19. Right, it's not go and make believers of all nations. It's go and make disciples of all nations of all nations. So, if we're not part of a small group, if you're not a part of a small group, Jesus had this to say. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. John 20, 21. And how did the Father send His Son? How did He send Jesus? He sent him gathering a small group, the 12 apostles, right? Immediately putting together a small group. So if Jesus had a small group, we need one too. A Bible study, a life group, you know, whatever you want to call it. Really, they're all, they're all synonymous, right? A life of community living together, growing into the fullness of Jesus. And Jesus is that ultimate role model. And this small group, this group of 12 apostles that he intimately taught changed the world. Humble beginnings. Never left. So this, the area that Jesus spent while he was here on earth, right within, within the Sea of Galilee, that area, was about the size of L.A. County. I don't know if we know that. And look at where we are now. It changed the world Right, spread to the entire earth, and he spent his intimate time with 12 people. So here is the beginning, right? the beginning with those 12 apostles, that beginning church. Acts 2, verses 42 to 47. They devoted themselves, 
the apostles' teaching and fellowship, right, friendship and community, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Jesus' small group. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Community. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Community. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts like small groups breaking bread together. Praising God and enjoying favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Jesus did it. And if, we, if he had a small group, we need one too. And the apostles met daily. Right? For, for our small groups, it's, it's once per week. So if we're awake, if we think of the practicality of it, right? If we're awake for 16 hours, right, 24 hours a day, we'll give eight hours sleep. So 16 hours a day we're awake, seven days per week, that's 112 hours, right? When we come here to church, right, that's about an hour, give or take, which is awesome, by the way, completely necessary, beautiful, why Jesus came, the church, the bride of Christ, uh, Lord's Day, I mean, so awesome that we're all here, can't stress that enough. If you're watching online, thank you so much for being here, right? But that's, so that's one, one hour per week. That's 0.9% of our time. Less than 1% of our time. And so it's your choice to be in community. Right? But I think we need more than 0.9% of our time to be true community. And I believe God wants more than that. Josh Peterkin went through the different small groups that we have during the announcements. Right, so if you are local and none of those work for you, I mean, if they do, please, please, please step in. Please step in. Please step in. But if none of those times work for you, just let us know. And we just need a facilitator. Right, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, that's the leader. Right, just a facilitator, and Jesus is always the leader. And he'll carry that yoke. Right? And we'll, and we'll train you. Just need a facility. Jesus is always the leader. I couldn't be doing this. If it wasn't for Jesus, I, I couldn't do this right now. Jesus is always the leader. And if you're watching online and you haven't stepped into the church yet, you know, this could be a great way for you to get involved if it's more comfortable for you right, to, to do it that way. Or just come on in. Come on in. Either way. And if you're watching online and you're not local, you know, please do find a small group local to you if you're not a part of one. It's so, so important. Right? It's how we truly grow in discipleship. How we make true friends in the church. How we grow in the body of Christ. How we grow in community as a church. So once we find that rest in God, that rest in God, grace, 
then let's grow in the truth. Let's grow in God. And honestly, I mean, would, would you want it any other way? Would you want to not grow? You know, just standing still and stagnant? You know, not, not learning? Life is an ever beauty, beautiful opportunity to continue to learn always. And let's, let's take advantage of that. Right? As Jesus said, his easy yoke right, tells us to stay humble and always learn. Be open to new ideas. Other people's point of view. We learn when we listen. And as a church, as we read in Acts 2, when we grow in discipleship, by all participating in small groups, we'll become very healthy. We'll build one another up. We build the church up. Make the community a better place. Put the community in Hope Community Church and fulfill the mission of Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the community that you provide us. Thank, for, thank you for the yoke that you give us. And I pray that we respond to your words, right? That we listen for you, that we listen for your voice, we listen for your knock. And I also pray that we always continue to grow into you. Right, that's, that's the beauty of, beauty of life and the beauty of you, that we can always grow in knowledge. And I also pray that we stay humble right, to new ideas, to learning, to changing our point of view. Jesus, in your name we pray. Amen.